This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, November 4, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. President Obama's record on trade is not good, and history doesn't look well upon the combination of protectionism and recession. Dan Griswold is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies. He's author of the new Cato book, Mad About Trade, available at Cato.org. Give me a charitable assessment of what you think President Obama is trying to do with uh, protectionism. I think President Obama just wants the trade issue to go away. Uh, Key constituencies like organized labor, the Greens, the left generally uh, hate trade liberalization because it's an important aspect of free markets and uh, free market economics. Uh, Organized labor has come out strongly against trade. Uh, That's why he imposed the tire tariff. That's why he's dragging his feet on uh, trade agreements with Colombia and and South Korea. He talks free trade and global uh, fora, but his actions at home have shown that he uh, doesn't want trade liberalization. President Obama fancies himself a champion of the poor. His his record uh, in Chicago, I think, to some degree bears that out. But as a politician, it is easy to support a policy whose effects are largely going to be unseen. And as a politician, your hands are going to be relatively clean when that policy actually harms people you want to help. Yes. Uh, Once again, there's a disconnect between what he says and and what he does. The dirty secret of the U.S. Uh, tariff code is that it's heavily biased against the poor. $25 billion that we collect from tariffs each year is the most regressive tax in the arsenal of the federal government. We impose our highest trade barriers on products that are disproportionately consumed by poor people here in the United States, and, and by the way, made and grown by poor people abroad. Food, clothing, shoes. And as I pointed out in a a recent op-ed, this is the common thread, unintended, I think, but nonetheless, uh, the common thread of the Obama trade policy so far. You look at the uh, tire tariffs against Chinese imports. Those were low-end, $50, $60 tires. These are the kind of tires poor people buy to put on their cars, not $200 tires that go on Land Rovers and things like that. The president had an opportunity to uh, lift quotas on imported sugar earlier in the year. It's important to producers of sugar-containing products, but also important to consumers who want to have some candy or bakery goods or other things like that. Uh, I quote in my my book, Mad About Trade, uh, something the president said on the campaign trail in August of 2007 in Chicago at a primary debate. He was asked very reasonably, uh, uh, should poor families have to pay more for clothing in order to, quote, protect U.S. jobs? And he said, Yes, basically. He said people should be willing to pay, as he said, a little bit more for a T-shirt to to save their job. Well, of course, every single American family needs to buy clothing. And for poor families, that's a bigger share of their budget. Less than one-third of 1% of Americans make their living making textiles and clothing of any kind. So he clearly favored the small, noisy producer at the expense not just of consumers— but the most vulnerable consumers in our society. The other aspect of any kind of tax is that the government is not purely taking benefits from the poor, be it a poor Chinese person or a poor American. There are losses there that just exist, that no one can collect. It's not a pure transfer. Yes, of course. That's one of the big economic truths of, of trade. It does transfer income from 
consumers to a narrow group of producers, but a lot of the benefit just disappears in what economists call deadweight losses. Uh, that That's right. This is taking place at what many believe is the end of a recession, and protectionism does not have a good history when it comes to uh, deep recessions in the United States. Well, that's right. Uh, you know, we have the experience of Smoot-Hawley in the 1930s. It was supposed to restore jobs and industry, and of course it failed uh, spectacularly. But but something is I- interesting is going on here in the recession. If you notice, uh, retail sales have held up pretty well at Walmart and other big box retailers, and there's a reason for that. Those are the primary conduit through which Americans and poor American families buy these imports from China and other places. Uh, the imports that we buy from China are just the kind of goods that low-income American families tend to favor. Uh, low-priced uh, shoes and clothing and other uh, consumer items. Studies have been done that show that the inflation rate is actually lower for poor families than rich families uh, because of imports from China. And this is helping to offset some other forces in our society that are uh, enlarging uh, in- income inequality. So when politicians talk about getting tough with China, uh, yes, it'll hurt Chinese workers, uh, but on the front line of the casualties will be low-income American families who are going to get socked with higher costs, and they're going to be deprived of these lower prices that that have done more to help poor families meet their budgets than any lumbering stimulus program that Congress has passed. Dan Griswold is director of the Cato Institute's Center for Trade Policy Studies and is author of the new Cato book, Mad About Trade. You can get your copy at cato.org.